Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello. And welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. Well, we made it. We are now in the year 2022. Happy New Year and best wishes for a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. It is interesting that many people were glad to see 2021 end and 2022 begin. Before that, many were glad to see 2020 end and 2021 begin. The reason, basically, is that people felt that things were tough. They were challenging times. They hoped for a change, and they hoped that the new year would somehow bring about an easing of the challenges. The challenges changed, but they weren't eliminated. The good news, and it is very good news, is that the new rate of COVID deaths is declining, though we still have to deal with COVID, and we may for some time. Economically, many of the earlier challenges have been eliminated or evolved into different ones. The purpose of our discussion today is not to wallow in bad economic news of the past, but to understand how the markets reacted to problems so we can better predict future markets and make good financial decisions. Remember, challenges create opportunities for problem solvers and innovators. One of our goals for this year is to identify the problem solvers and innovators and consider if they are investment worthy. To do this, let's go back, not to the year 2021, but to 2020, specifically to January 20th, 2020. That was the day the first COVID case was confirmed in the United States. Prior to that day, stocks rose to what was at the time an all-time high. The Dow closed at 29,348, the S&P 500, 3,329, and the NASDAQ, 9,389. Those numbers were considered astronomical. What was going on at the time? The United States, Mexico, and Canada reached a, a trade agreement, and an agreement with China was nearly complete regarding trade. Interest rates were low and were stimulating economic activity. This and other good financial news propelled the stock market to record prices. COVID-19 changed all of that. As the virus spread outside of China and developed into a pandemic, many countries locked down their economies and ec economic activity came to a screeching halt in many places. The S&P 500 endured its fastest 30% decline in history. The markets fell and many investors panicked and sold their stock. Many suffered significant losses. By late March of 2020, the Federal Reserve acted to shore up credit markets and provide liquidity, in other words, cash, to the economy. Then Congress rolled out a new economic relief package that provided additional help to individual, individuals and businesses. Stock prices reacted dramatically and rose to record highs 
before the end of that year. By December 31st of 2020, the NASDAQ Composite Index gained 43% for the year, despite the pandemic. The S&P 500 finished the year up more than 16%, and the Dow rose more than 7% for that year. All of this happened while many people worked from home. Some couldn't work at all. Movie theaters, amusement parks, and sports teams stopped operating. Department stores and numerous other businesses closed their traditional operations. So why did the market rise so much? Many businesses, when faced with the COVID challenges, innovated and provided goods and services in new ways. Stores that previously did not do online sales went into online sales in a big way. They adapted to the times. Some companies may have been fortunate. For example, Zoom Communications already developed its internet meeting capabilities. Zoom's stock price on January 20th of 2020 was $75.56. By the end of the year, on December 17th of 2020, Zoom hit $399.56 per share, almost $400 per share. Zoom was an innovative company before the pandemic and was well positioned to provide desperately needed services after the pandemic hit. As the pandemic seemed to ease and businesses opened, Zoom's stock price fell by more than 50%. I am not suggesting that this is a good time to buy Zoom. It is merely an example of an innovator who was able to capitalize on an opportunity. And that is what we will look for in the coming year. Another company worth mentioning is Microsoft. Its stock price on January 20th of 2020 was a little more than $167 per share. This company is one of the top cloud computing companies in the world, and it had its Microsoft Teams service. It was well positioned to fill the needs created by COVID-19. Its stock price rose by almost 92% by the end of 2020. That is astronomical. It currently sells for about $320 per share. Unlike Zoom, Microsoft's stock price did not fall as the economy opened. Why? It is a much larger company than Zoom and provides significantly more services. It is also significantly more financially sound. As it pays a dividend, it has increased consistently in recent years. So what can we learn from these two companies? During challenging times, the innovators can do well. They can use the opportunity created by the challenge to provide the needed goods and services that create profits. When they succeed, their stock prices can rise significantly. You can find innovators in good and bad economic times. That is something to keep in mind. We will keep looking for them. Another lesson. The company that can provide the needed services for the long term, such as Microsoft in our example, will continue to do well as the challenge eases or changes because they will adapt to the change. Another point about the year 2020, it was a volatile year. Stock prices were subject to wide swings. The S&P 500 closed up or down by at least 1% in 100 of its 253 trading days. Included in that volatility were two increases of more than 9% in one day. 
and a 12% drop in one day. This all happened during the month of March 2020. Volatility has become commonplace in the stock market. A Wall Street Journal article from December 31st of 2021 is entitled, Stocks Score Big in a Year Marked by Wild Swings. And this tells the story for 2021. It, too, was subject to wild swings. So U.S. stock prices have recorded large gains for a third consecutive consecutive year, but it was also subject to the swings. As the Omicron variant created uncertainty, the S&P 500 still recorded a 27% increase for the year 2021, and it hit 70 new highs for that year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 19%, and the Nasdaq gained 22% for the year 2021. 2021 also provided hope of new vaccines and therapeutics. And then the Omicron variant created new challenges. Not to be outdone, the economy was impacted by other news, such as inflation and supply chain issues. The Federal Reserve indicated that it would raise interest rates to fight inflation, along with other measures. And of course, the market reacted. Since the onset of COVID, the stock market has been volatile, volatile, but consistent in establishing new highs. So it goes up by large amounts, down by large amounts, but it consistently hits new highs. This is a lesson to remember as investors consider, should I continue to invest in stock? The markets fall on concerns, but they rise on solutions and often potential solutions. The market always looks forward. It is reasonable to expect that 2022 will be as volatile as 2020 and 2021. If you are going to be an investor, you will have to bear with volatility. The Federal Reserve expects inflation to persist and is so concerned that it intends to speed up its timetable for raising interest rates. And the markets reacted negatively to that news. So 2022 will include higher interest rates for borrowers, but not necessarily for savers in bank accounts. Remember that banks are slow to increase the rates paid to depositors. So I-bonds look good. More on that in a moment. So how should we approach our finances in 2022? To begin with, do the things that the basics, the things that we've been talking about for some time. Avoid credit card debt. And when you use your credit card, pay those bills on time and in full if you can. As we have advised many times, start and maintain an emergency fund. Consider buying I-bonds. I stands for inflation. They pay interest rates based on the rate of inflation. And remember, they are issued and backed by the United States government, which has never defaulted on its debt. They currently pay 7.12%, and that rate will rise if inflation does. You get more information about I-bonds at treasurydirect.gov. Many people ask, with the stock market being so high and being so volatile, should I buy stock? I would suggest that you consider buying stock in innovators, but be prepared for the volatility. Remember that long-term investments in stock are the highest paying investments on average. Keep in mind, we just mentioned the Dow Jones Industrial Average, 
going back to the year 2020, when it was at a record high of 29,348. And today, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is more than 36,300. The S&P 500 in 2020 stood at 3,329. Today, it's approximately 4,700. And the NASDAQ was at 9,389 in 2020. And today, it's more than 15,000. So when you see these averages hitting new highs, you should be concerned. They are high. But the market has shown that it can, it can and it does go higher based on companies making profits, and they are making profits. Many companies did very well during COVID. And companies that innovated and adapted, they are doing very well. So there is still room to invest in the stock market. But there are risks involved. And we will talk about those risks in our coming sessions. In future dollars and cents shows, we will discuss model stock portfolios that will include innovators while providing diversification or a variety of investments. There are a great many challenges in the world that go beyond COVID, but I think we can expect COVID to persist in some form for some time. So pharmaceuticals and other medical providers, oh, they will be part of the discussion of our lives, and I think they should be part of the discussion of our investments. Just about every major auto manufacturer has committed to making electric vehicles, as have many startup companies. And governments throughout the world are promoting EVs, so they will be in our driving future. The question we will try to answer is which ones are worthy investments? Which should be in our investing future and maybe present? EVs and a number of other important products, such as phones and computers, cannot be made without rare earth minerals. So the rare earth suppliers will be in our discussions. Land, and especially farmland, is in short supply. Many rich and knowledgeable investors, such as Bill Gates, are buying up land. We can invest in farmland through the stock market. You don't have to go do the farming yourself. There are investments in farmland available through the stock market. So this is another important topic for the future. Potable water is becoming a worldwide problem. So we will explore companies that can provide it. And of course, there's concern about climate change. We will consider companies that can provide solutions. There are numerous areas where changes are taking place that creates opportunities in the world of entertainment, in music, in legalized betting, in legalized cannabis. Many states are looking to raise money by increasing taxes, and they are looking for alternatives to raising income taxes. They have indicated they will pursue cannabis or, or allow it within their states. So these will become the basis for further discussions. In short, there are numerous problems and challenges in the world. Too many to mention now, but we will cover them one by one. There are some problems that don't even exist yet. They haven't happened yet. And as they occur, we'll look to see what innovators will help solve them. So tune in again as we discuss all of these topics in the future. Until the next time, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful.
You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.